This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Renat Zubairov. He is the founder and CEO of a company called Elastic.io. We'll jump into it here. They're helping, they're helping businesses connect applications in the cloud. Renat, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Thank you. Of course. Tell us more about Elastic. Uh, what's your business model? Uh, what do you do and how do you make money? Um, we at Elastic.io um, are providing an integration platform as a service. So this is a piece of middleware which is delivered out of the cloud. And we help our customers and our partners connect different applications, being at the cloud business applications together or on-premise applications, legacy applications to the new generation of cloud software service applications. Okay, and how is this different from like a, a Zapier or, or, or a segment? Um, the Zapier is uh, what's called integration software as a service, so they are more focused on predefined, um, ready-to-use simple scenarios, where integration platform as a service, we are working with uh, more comprehensive use cases, uh, high-value use cases, which is in the same time more complex, more more complex, bringing more value, but also require a professional approach. So we're more talking to a professional integration people, less to the you know Zephyr like uh, um, end users. Okay, and give me a general sense of of what customers pay per month. That way we can understand if you're kind of mid market, small, or enterprise. We're uh, we're talking more about uh, at least like um, four digits numbers or three, three digit numbers uh, uh, starting plans. So we have monthly recurring revenue. Okay. So we are on uh, like 10k plus ARR for an average contract, and also the competition and the like, like the competitive landscape on this market is really we're talking about medium sized to large sized companies. So it's not unusual to see the six-digit AR numbers in this area. Got it. But generally, average price point, maybe across your entire base, you're talking, you know, a grand per month or about ten grand a year, something like that. Yeah, something like this. Okay. Yeah. And give me more of the backstory. When did you launch the company? Um, actually, we launched the company in uh, um, 2013. Um, basically, me and my one of our co-founders. So we were three co-founders initially. Uh, two of us was working in this integration area, so we were working for a large uh, companies here in Germany who were doing uh, a lot of integration and uh, enterprise service bus products. And before Elastic, I was working for a company called Talent, which is uh, one of the world's biggest uh, open source uh, data and application integration vendors. They IPO'd recently. Uh, which is a really huge success, and uh, this is really a very interesting company. Um, but at the same time, we saw how complicated is it for a traditional vendor to move into the cloud? How much different is it technologically, but also from a business perspective, to sell the service 
and not like you know a piece of software which you throw over the fence and then never see the customer again. Yeah. Yep, interesting. And guys, if you want to hear more about Talon's story, I just had Mike on actually uh, a couple days ago, uh, and fascinating story about how they IPO'd and where they're at today. So you left that company, you launched Elastic in in 2013. Did you see something when you were inside of Talon and you said, you know what, I've got to just go build this and they wouldn't let you build it inside of Talon. So you said, okay, I have to go quit and do it myself. You know, this cloud and software as a service transformation is just like, it's like one in, once in a lifetime chance, you know. I recently spoke to the people who were, uh, really grew their company uh, on the vein of moving from mainframes to PCs, you know. I don't know, it's like really, really far away, but sometimes there was like large computer and then they split it into like tens of small computers. And it was an amazing business opportunity at the time and major companies were made there. And this is what we see now, exactly the same story, but in the cloud, yep. where the on-premise software moving into the service space. Now, have you bootstrapped or did you raise? We bootstrapped actually, um, you know, in Germany, we have a very good social system. <laughs> and uh, we basically survived uh, from our savings and this uh, social support for a year. After that, we um, found we actually um, got the first round of investment uh, through uh, business angel investments. Um, I should say here in Germany, the investment works a bit differently. The landscape is completely different. Uh, it's significantly different from, from the States. Mm -hmm. uh, people are pretty much more risk averse. Uh, but we found a very good uh, business angel who supported us. Uh, his name is uh, Fabian von Kuhnheim. He is, uh, uh, used to be, so he's an entrepreneur himself. He, he uh, started a company, grew it from zero to 700 million revenue, and then later on sold it to Avnet. And he supported us on the way uh, to this, uh, to the um, uh, next stage, uh, which happened in March uh, this year. So we're not, how much total have you raised? Um, we do not really disclose this number, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a 70. You cut out there. Did you say it's a seven-digit number that you raised? Yes. Okay, got it. Now, you are are you still operating privately? Uh, my research team said you need to ask him about being acquired by MM Vice AG. Are you part of that company or no? Correct. So we, as of March, uh, as of March this year, we are part of a larger organization which is uh, M Vice AG. This is a publicly traded company here in Germany. Although it's a really publicly traded company, which like also grows on a similar pace as we grow like over 100% a year, which is really like a success story what we see. And uh, they own 75.1% uh, of our stock right now. Got it. Okay, so so they, they bought a big chunk of it. Um, interesting. Uh, tell me more. Let's let's switch back to kind of your customers, how they think about the product. What have you scaled to over the past four years in terms of total customers using the platform? So right now we're having around about like 200 customers, okay. uh, which is a companies, uh, business customers. But uh, during the history of Elastica, we were having like around more like more than 1,000 and one and a half thousand of customers. But it was really like small, tiny customers. And then we pivoted towards the more platform-like approach and less software essentially. Yeah. Approach. Well, and look, you've you've probably driven up your minimum price. So you've moved up market and you articulated earlier your minimum price is around a $10,000 ACV or about a grand a month. I mean, so take multiply that times 200. You guys are north of 200 grand in monthly recurring revenue, right? 
Um, round about that. Round about we there. We a lot of direct and indirect customers, you know, so it's not majority of our customers, it's to be honest, indirect customers. I see. Uh, as we are pretty much focused now on white labeled and OEM partnerships. I see. Okay. So maybe a little less than 200 grand, but right around there. And talk to me about growth rate. You said 100% year over year. So if I go back 13 months to December 2016, you were doing about 100 grand a month then? Um, roundabout. Uh, although I think this, this is the growth speed up a little bit uh, in the 16. So the 16, we grew almost like 700%. Between 2015 17. and 2016? Uh, 2016 to 17. And 17 to 18, we grew another 100%. Uh, well, seven, so, well, 17 to 18, we're still in, right? Like we still have 11 months left or in, in 2018, right? Uh, no, no. I mean, uh, the grew in, we grew from the January 17 to January to December 17, around about 100%. And uh, January 16 to December 16, around about 700%. Got it. Because of the pivot, we actually have to kind of, reinvest in the product a lot. We have to like scrap a lot of stuff we did also on the business side and then relaunch it and reboot it and find a new customers. Yep. So that was essentially uh, led to the very fast growth in 16 and uh, then continue this uh, 100% growth year to year in 17. As I'm traveling the world on planes, trains, and automobiles, you know, guys hear it. I'm closing loads of different deals, whether it's buying a company, closing a new account for gitlatka.com, you name it, I've got to do it. And part of my issue is signing documents while I'm on the road. So I just found this new tool. I'm using it pretty aggressively. It's called Sign Easy. So you can get started for free at gitsigneasy.com forward slash podcast. You'll see contracts that I've signed there and boy, oh boy, are they big and they work and the app is so easy to use. Get started today at getsigneasy.com forward slash podcast. In the SaaS space, obviously churn is something you have to manage very tightly. Um, it sounds like you had intentional logo churn because you want to get some of these smaller paying customers out. However, your revenue churn should have stayed healthy if you kept the higher paying customers. Uh, which of those churn metrics do you care more about and what are you at today in terms of total churn? We're definitely caring more about revenue churn. Um, and uh, what we had to also noticed, you know, in the small customer space, the churn is significantly different from the enterprise and the large customer space, right? So the people are in the enterprise, they don't really change the, the, the middleware every day. <laughs> and, um, not even every year, maybe like every five years. Yep. So the churn is uh, nearly, nearly or very small. There, what is small though? We're not like, are you like below 20% or 10% per year? What is it? Would you say? Well, it's maybe 5% a year. Oh, got it. Like this, yeah. Okay. And uh, actually the churn is, we see the churn due to the changes in the organizational structure, but very, very little ones. There's no churn due to the product uh, replacements. Yeah. Yep. And how are you getting these customers? What are you willing to spend to acquire them? Oh, this is um, actually right now um, we we do have a very strong inbound, uh, which we built over the years. Uh, and this inbound channel actually works pretty well for us. Um, there are very interesting channels which we found through, for example, Quora. Google is one of the very, obviously, a good channel. Um, um, there are a number of websites which are working very well, and the rest of this doesn't really work. Um, but apart from that, we actually have uh, really 
um, partner and channel sales here where we go over them to the markets through partner partners and channels. So the channel, the channel uh, way of selling is really prevailing. And I believe for this year, we would also mostly focus on partner and channel sales. Okay. So but, what's the kickback that you give a partner when they, when they drive a sale? Is it 10%, 20%, 30%? Uh, it's highly depending on the partners. There's like we can't really we can't really declare this. It's it's, indivi- it's, it, it's individual negotiations. Yeah. Okay. But generally speaking, I'm trying to get to your CAC number. Uh, you 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 generally in terms of CAC, you pass it on to a partner, and they just pay you. You know, they keep a cut, you keep a cut. So your payback period is almost instant, right? Um, the customer position for us is actually pretty high because obviously like in this calculation, what do you see as a customer? Because for us, the customer is like, is it an end customer for partner or partner itself, right? The partner itself also takes some time to acquire. It takes some time to really uh, uh, nurture and, and also support. And especially in the area where we work with the partners, where the partners are buying not a, like a solution for the, they can re- immediately resell to the to the end customer. They buy a tool where they build a solution on top and then resell. And this building a solution could take several months. So right? what is your CAC, would you say then? Just let's do for the agency partner. My gut feeling would tell it's like something like maybe 10K per partner. Okay, and how quickly are you able to recover that capital? Is it two months? How quickly do you get that money back after you after you land the customer? Um, that's a good question. Um, to be honest, I couldn't really I couldn't really tell you out of like out of out of my mind. Okay, um, it must be something you track though, obviously, because CAC and payback period is obviously critical to a SaaS company. I mean, is it generally fairly rapid, less than six months, or does it take a while, like more than twelve months? I believe it's somewhere somewhere between six and twelve months. Got this it. Is all. Like the customer, so. Okay, got it. And what's your team size today? We're around about 20 people currently. And where is everybody based? We are based in two countries, actually, here in Germany uh, and uh, in uh, Ukraine. In Ukraine. Kiev. Very good. All right. Let's wrap up here or not with the famous five. One word answers here. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I think it would be the Lean Startup uh, from Enterprise. <laughs> Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, I was, I'm uh, reading a book about uh, Amazon's uh, first days, uh, about uh, George Bezos. Okay, good. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Um, Google Docs. <laughs> Google Docs. All right, number, uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven hours. That's pretty good. What's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Three kids. Okay. And, uh, my small daughter is currently a bit sick, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, so three kiddos, and you're married. And how old are you? Um, my uh, my age is 37. 37. Okay. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, it always takes longer than you expect. <laughs> That's good. It always takes longer than you expect. You guys heard it here from Renat. Was that Talend, which was on obviously a rocket ship then left in 2013 to build Elastic, <clears throat> excuse me, .io. They raised a small amount of capital from a few investors, then obviously sold about 75% of the company to a larger company they're now working with. Uh, obviously still building the company. They're 20 people based in Germany. Focused on, basically, I'm going to describe it as a more sophisticated version of Zapier, right? So, so um uh, more power users is probably an appropriate way to say it. That's reflected in their price point at about $1,000 a month minimum. 200 customers, so they're making about 200 grand a month, a little south of that, 200 grand a month, up 100% year over year from December 2016 when they were doing about 100 grand uh, per month. Healthy growth or not, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan, for having me.